1: And call 1-888-Freedom or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
2: Savings based on cost of consumer cellular single line one five and ten gig data plans with a limited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid and limited talk text and data plans offered by T Mobile and Verizon January 2024.
1: Are you being influenced? HollywoodTakeover.com slash Jesse. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk Yikes, we have this week in wokeism, Carol Markowitz talking about schools, Drew Hernandez on the border. all that's coming up on I'm Right. Welcome to I'm Right. It's time to talk about the economy. We also know that as our economy has come roaring back, we've seen some price increases. Some folks have raised worries that this could be a sign of persistent inflation, but that's not our view. Our experts believe, and the data shows, that most of the price increases we've seen are, were expected and, and are expected to be temporary. 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 That was one year ago today. Before I get into all the inflation and economic numbers and all the other stuff we have tonight on the show, let's focus on those experts for a moment, experts and data, experts, because what we have right now in this country is something I've just now dubbed the crisis of experts, experts, Joe Biden, one year ago, said he consulted experts who told him inflation would be temporary, okay, all right, all right. Who are these people? And actually, you know what? More importantly than who they were, where are they now? You see, I... Look, look, let's just talk about me for a second. It's my favorite thing to do. Let's talk about me. I do a TV show. That's what I do for a living. Every night, you sit down, you watch I'm Right, right here on the great first TV. And I'm thrilled about the, the show's killing it. I'm thrilled about that. But let's say let's say it wasn't. Let's say the show was a disaster. I was boring no one watched the numbers were in free fall what would happen to me here now i love the people i work for here at the first love our great production staff matt john everybody everything's fine but i'm just this is a what if what if it was a disaster what would happen to me well you would turn on the tv one night 9 p.m eastern and you would see someone else sitting in this chair why because life is about performance is it not Do you have to perform at your job? Of course you do. Well, if your job is in government, if your job is to be one of the experts, it's really important that you perform. And if you don't perform well, what happens to you? Because I've watched this for years and years and years now. The experts say this, the experts say that, the experts say this, and they've been wrong virtually every single time. And yet those same experts Still get to retain the level the label expert, and they get to retain their position. Joe Biden said one year ago today the experts told him inflation wouldn't be that bad and that it would be temporary. That obviously is dead wrong. it is that bad. it is most definitely not temporary, which brings us to the question of where are the experts now? Did they lose their job? Did they have a Tough year review with old Papa Joe, or he called him into the office. Hey, look, you said you were an expert, and you said this would happen, and the opposite happened. You were fired. No, of course not. They're all sitting right there, still all retaining the label expert, still all doing news programs with the label expert, sitting down with the president using the label expert except the experts in our country in virtually every field, way beyond the economy, medical, science, you name it, all our experts are stupid. They are. Many of them are flat-out evil and broken, but they're virtually all stupid. Inflation will be temporary? I'm, I'm genuinely stupid, and I told you inflation was coming back during 15 days to slow the spread can't stop a $20 trillion economy and then start printing money and passing multi-trillion dollar bills without massive inflation. I told you all this a long time ago. Why do all our experts believe things that are wrong? Why are they all so stupid? Because our credentialed system, our credentialing system, the system they have to go through before they're bequeathed with the title expert, it's broken too. The truth is nothing was temporary. 65% of Americans say they've cut back on entertainment. 61% are driving less, 54 reducing their travel, 41 spending less on groceries. Gosh, that's sad. 32% are taking on more debt via credit cards. Last month alone, gas prices were up 59.9% year over year. It came down a little bit in the red states, but of course states like Hawaii and California out there making sure our national average four dollars and 50 cents a gallon give or take now that's an unmitigated disaster on any level and really the one that people should realize or should focus on a lot is grocery prices it's not just gas prices it's grocery prices because that's one of those ones it brings it home for everyone you don't have to be political most people actually aren't political sadly they don't want to get involved politics is too stressful but everyone starts to get political when the wife comes home after making a grocery run and says, honey, do we have any more money coming in soon? I, I can't afford the same groceries we've been buying. When people start to watch their standard of living go down in front of their eyes, they start to get real political real fast. And the White House telling them all, life is good, ain't going to cut it. We're very happy to report that the current drop in the price of gas, down 50 cents per gallon over the past 34 days, is one of the fastest decline in retail gas prices in a decade. At current prices, the average American driver will spend about $25 per month less on gasoline than they would have if prices had stayed at their June peak economy-wide, that means American drivers are saving around $190 million each day from lower gas prices.
0: You're having it both ways, Jared, because when the gas prices go up, it's got nothing to do with the president. When we see some decline, you want him to get the credit.
1: Uh, look, I think that uh, that, that uh, it, 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 there's there's no both-way thinking here at all. Ouch. I mean, there's lies, and then there's spin, and then there's whatever you call that. I mean look this is a tactic this is something this administration has just decided they're going to use the no matter how bad it is go on camera and brag here's Joe Biden just the other day when should they expect to see a real change in prices though they've already well, there's been, been, been coming a real down they've, they've already been coming down that's right they've been coming down every single day the best of my knowledge and we'll see more when we see gas stations start to lower their price consistent with what they're paying for the oil That's not going to work with your now newly political neighbor because he can't afford to go visit his mother this year. And let's do remember, as I'll play you here in a moment, these people aren't even trying to lower gas prices. That's not a goal. They they tell you it's a goal because you're mad about it, but that's not a goal. I mean, they took six million barrels of oil from our strategic oil reserve and they sold it off to China. On top of that, let's do keep in mind Hunter Biden still has that 10% stake in the Chinese oil company, despite saying repeatedly that he had divested from the company. But back to what we were talking about, about how they're not even trying to lower the prices. Remember something, and it is important, I know you already know this, but it's important to always keep this in mind. These people have campaigned for ages on making energy prices high so they could force people into green energy, which that's not what it is, but they've openly campaigned on it. I remember when Barack Obama was back then, when Barack Obama said, under my system of a cap and trade system, energy prices would skyrocket. Joe Biden campaigned, we've played you a thousand times during the debates. We're gonna shut down oil. We're gonna force this transition. Just because you're angry now about these high prices doesn't mean they are. They'll act a little angry, but they're not angry at all. Listen to John Kerry and Rear Admiral Buttigieg. We all have to be able to reduce the emissions. We have to accelerate the transition. We're behind.
0: We're, we're for cutting the cost of electric vehicles, because when you have an electric vehicle, then you're okay. also going to be able to, to save on gas, but you got to be able to afford it in the first place. Right. right. Now, we're actually starting to see on some models the, the costs come to where, even if the, the your car payment's a little higher, your gas payment will be a little lower, and you come out ahead. But the prices still need to come down mm-hmm. for most Americans to be able to get an EV.
1: It's not that they don't know how to solve the problems we have. It's that they don't look at the problems we have as problems. They want gas prices high. They want energy prices high. They want the oil industry decimated. And frankly, they want you decimated because the problem they're interested in solving is you. Remember, all of our leaders and all of our cultural institutions, they all believe you're the problem. Your car, your food, your stupid love of freedom, You saying things that the regime doesn't want you to say. If you peasants would just get in line, they all sit around and they they try to come up with ways to solve problems. Yeah, but they're not trying to solve the problem of high gas prices. They're all trying to solve the problem of you. Now, what does that look like in practice? What do these climate change, death cult uh, policies, what do they look like in practice? Well, it looks like Sri Lanka, where they're burning down the prime minister's mansion. It looks like what's happening in Europe right now Since Russia cut off so many of these countries, they're now begging authoritarian regimes for oil. These are countries that have stopped their own nuclear plants. We're going to go green. We're Europe. Stick my pinky out. And now brownouts, blackouts, we have government control of people's thermostats. Make no mistake about it being energy independent. In fact, rejecting all this climate change insanity is a national security issue and should be treated as a national security issue. And again, back to these regime people, these system people, all they do is lie to you. Do you know it's actually, it's never been easier to tell the truth from a lie these days. You know how? You know how you can always tell what's true? This is how you can always tell what's true. Uh, During the election, right after the election, Now, I didn't know exactly what happened during the election. I was right here talking to you about it on the 1st. I woke up the next day, and it looked funny, right? All these votes coming in at 2 a.m. What's going on? I I went through the same thing you went through. But I wasn't sure what happened. How could I know? I I don't know. I'm suspicious. I don't know. I didn't know something evil happened during the election until I watched every part of the system stand up and say, this is the most secure election in history in demand, I repeat the line. That's when I knew they cheated. How do I know the economy is in very, very, very bad shape? In fact, we're already in a recession. I know because regime mouthpieces like Jim Cramer tell me it's not. Joe,
0: we're just not seeing recession. We're seeing what we need to see, which is a legitimate slowdown. I think ultimately a slowdown in uh, inflation And I just, I celebrate this. I I don't root for a recession like so many people. They look at the yield curve and they say, let's, you know, we're going to have a big recession. You and I both know that the stocks reflect a lot of negativity
1: and not a lot of positives. That's when you know things are really, really, really bad out there. And I'll tell you, when I was a kid... I have always been fascinated with, not necessarily politics, but just the history of the world and, I don't know, maybe I have a sick nature. I've been fascinated by atrocities and genocides and war and things that happen in other lands. I'm just fascinated by the, the, the terrible things people have gone through. And one of the things I could never really connect with or wrap my mind around is when I'd read stories about the Soviet Union, how it was under the Communist Soviet Union. You would read these stories, and here I am, an American boy, reading these stories, and you'd hear these individual people, the citizens, talk about how everything was a lie. Everything was a lie. Everything was a lie. They're all lying. They're all lying. Everything's a lie. And I, I never really could wrap my mind around that. And they would say things like, well, the, the local police chief got up and said something, so we knew that was a lie, and uh, the newspaper said something. We knew that was a lie, the president said something, and this guy said something. And I always thought it was so unrelated but i couldn't ever get there what do you mean that the police chief what are you talking about he's lying if these people are lying i now absolutely understand it i know what they mean when you are in a broken corrupt rotted out system every single thing you're told from every single angle is a lie i get it now i totally get it all that may have made you uncomfortable but i'm right we have a great This Week in Wokeism coming up next. Great or terrible, depending on which way you want to look at it. We have Carol Markowitz, Drew Hernandez, all that still to come on, on right tonight. Before we get to that, obviously, I just went over inflation with you. You, you know the numbers. I, I really am, I'm done beating you over the face with the numbers. You know the numbers. I don't have to tell you anything. Do you have gold in your possession? I mean, in your physical possession, if that dollar does collapse, if that grocery store stops taking dollars, you understand this is a common thing happening throughout the world. If things change radically in front of your eyes, the way they appear to be changing, if we are heading into a Great Depression, do you have gold in your possession? Precious metals. You understand that during economic dark times, that's how people get things, right? That's how you'll be able to buy things. Things go to a barter system there. Do you think you would like to have some gold if your family needs to eat? you need gas in your car, ammunition for your weapon? You know Oxford Gold Group will send gold to your front door? They're super laid back. I've sent my own dad there. I mean, these guys are like family. They're wonderful to deal with. Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. 833-995-GOLD, Oxford Gold Group. We'll be back.
0: Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Here's what's happening with the, with the Department of Education. We have a massive imaging of students, massive imaging. We're in a very dangerous place in a number of students that we are dropping.
1: Oh, sorry, I couldn't get the smile off my face. My bad, I didn't realize you were back on the air. Joining me now, my friend Carol Markowitz of the New York Post. Carol, man, (laughs) that's the best news I've heard in a long time. I don't know what he's so down about. I'm thrilled.
2: Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Um, it means that parents are making other choices. I wish New York made it easier for those parents to make better choices for their kids, maybe a voucher program, for example. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Kids are getting what they need, and uh, that means that it's at the cost of New York City public schools, and that's the way it has to be.
1: Carol, Eric Adams is one of the guys, just one of the more wretched human beings in politics out there. He's one of these guys, vaccinate everyone, put masks on any, on everyone. Does Eric Adams genuinely get up in the morning and put his pants on thinking about masking children and think to himself, he's not the reason kids are leaving school?
2: It's very interesting that he doesn't make that connection because I've heard from parents that have pulled their kids out because they don't trust that masking won't return, say, in September. Um, there's so many reasons that people leave. I mean, over the last two years, obviously, people left because of COVID regulations or because of just general COVID insanity in places like New York City. But they also left because Bill de Blasio, the former mayor, destroyed merit-based education You where you needed to apply to schools and um, you know have straight A's and have good grades and Uh, good testing or whatever, he made it a full-on lottery. And so many people I knew who had high-performing children who wanted to go to good middle or high schools decided, forget it, I'm getting out of here. He destroyed our best schools, didn't do anything for the worst schools, and I'm out of here, and I'm taking my family with me. And it's something that's happening in a lot of places. Yesterday, my column ran in the New York Post, but at the very same time, my friend Mary Catherine Hamm had almost the identical article about California because they, too, are experiencing this very serious drop in enrollment in their public schools, and they also don't know what they're going to do about it.
1: Carol... You mentioned he ruined the better schools. Mm-hmm. How?
2: Well, so New York had some really excellent public schools. And we weren't crazy, all of us, who lived there for a long time. Things were going well. Crime was down. Uh, schools were doing great. Everything was kind of on the up and up. And these schools where you needed to show... so they're called gifted and talented programs in new york but they're also um there's middle schools and high schools where you have to like apply to get in and these schools are very academically academically strong or they were now they're not um during the pandemic bill de blaso you that time to make these schools into lottery so where you had these really high achieving high performing kids all together and kind of you know helping each other and motivating each other forward he turned it into a lottery system where anybody could get in and you know kids of all different performance uh, got into these schools and obviously the schools were not nearly as strong as they used to be and again this would have been one thing if he had also focused on fixing the worst schools instead he made the the best schools worse and that's how he achieved equity
1: yeah that's not going to work like it'd be like put me in with the asian kids carol teachers unions um, they're really bad. They're really but bad. I think that I, I think people are looking at them much differently than they used to. I don't think they've ever been popular, but I think they are really getting looked at as pariahs now. Are they not?
2: I hope so, and they they really should be. I think that I I I might have also had a maybe not a not a positive view, obviously, of them, but sort of neutral. They kind of didn't really affect me that much. Um, but obviously, in the last two years, like, like a lot of things, uh, we seen something that we hadn't seen before. And these teachers unions are absolutely responsible for putting kids last again and again over the last two years. But still now today, every time I see a Randy Weingarten tweet, it's about how we need to preserve these public schools. But for what? They're not serving the kids. Well, who are we preserving it for? For Randy Weingarten? And I want to remind all these weak politicians who do serve her and who listen to everything she says, it is because of her that one million students across the country have left public schools it's literally because of they listened to her they kept schools closed and parents pulled their kids out there was a study at the american enterprise institute where the longer the, stu- the school district stayed closed the more likely it was to see enrollment decline this is not rocket science this is literally what happened your school stayed closed and people left randy weingarten wanted it and she got it
1: Carol. I guess maybe I I look at this logically and somebody like Randy Weingarten wouldn't, but what? why do they keep them closed for so long? I understand the union scam that they've been running for a long time, threatened to shut down an industry until they get more money, more stuff. I I, I, I get the game. I'm not naive, but if, if you're Randy Weingarten, And you're watching enrollment decline before your eyes and you're watching america's parents get angrier and angrier because you won't open the schools back up how do you not think to yourself man this is a mistake we better open now
2: right so i have a I think a clear answer on this is that they didn't think that this would happen. They thought that they had us and they, we couldn't leave. Um, and they thought that parents really had no other options. Turned out parents would turn to homeschooling before they would turn to these closed schools. Uh, you know, my kids were going to school in New York city when we lived there two to three days a week tops. And that was only my sons. My daughter had no school at all. Um, so, you know, I think what they thought was we will hold out, we'll get all this cash from the government and they got it. They got that cash and that cash did zero zero good in preserving the enrollment numbers because parents were done. If this isn't something that people decide on the fly. You know, I get a lot of questions. You know, I moved to Florida very publicly from New York City. I get a lot of questions like, well, now there's no masking. Now that schools are open, are you going to return? No. We're out. We're done. You, you don't pick up your family and make a serious move like that. You don't pull your kids out of school and homeschool them or send them to private school, send them to parochial school, make all these changes with your family and then return. I, I really think that they thought that we had no choice and it turned out we did have choices and we we use those choices
1: okay so you have a better life in florida than you did now but how are you dealing with things like eating fish going to the beach kind of crappy things like that
2: jesse you're so wrong about so many things which is amazing because you are also so right about so many things but like wow you are a man of you know real extremes here very right very wrong beaches are the best you have to come to the beach with us
1: I'm out on that, Carol. I'll show up for about an hour. That's how long the beach is interesting. And then I'll go to the pool and I'll, I'll enjoy myself. You know, All right. Citadel. Who's Citadel? Citadel? And where are they going? And why does it matter?
2: Well, it matters a lot because they were a hedge hedge fund based in Illinois, and they were basically chased out of Illinois. They had a hard time recruiting people to come work in Chicago because of the crime level. And I think, you know, when we think of Florida being a destination for companies, for individuals, over the last two years, it's been very COVID based, but now, and, and before that it was weather and taxes, but now there's actually like this pull from these states that are having this insane crime waves to say, okay, Florida's not crime-free. I'm not pretending Miami has no crime, but the governor in Florida actually seems to care about this. He seems like he wants to handle this. He seems like he he's recruiting police officers from around the country. He's giving them raises. He's, you know, working on it. As opposed to Governor Pritzker of Illinois, who's hanging out in New Hampshire and complimenting their potatoes, true story, um, and thinks he's going to be the next president and is not doing anything for Illinois when. There's a weekly weekend shootout every single weekend in Chicago. He doesn't say a word. Uh, When the Highland Park shooting happened on July 4th, he finally took to the TV and said he was so mad and he wanted to have this like federal uh, ban passed on assault weapons. He can't get that that ban passed in Illinois with a top-to-bottom Democratic government. Citadel got tired of this and they left. And they're not going to be alone in this. And there's going to be a lot of blue states experiencing this brain drain. And places like Florida, places like Texas, other states are going to be the beneficiaries of it. And I, I personally can't wait to see it.
1: Hedge fund. It sounds so fancy in Wall Street. Yes, I don't even fan. know what they do, but I'm going to start a hedge fund. I'm going to be a hedge fund sure, guy. Carol Markowitz. Thank you, Carol.
2: Definitely. Always great. Thanks. All
1: right. Blue states in blue cities. The D.C. mayor is upset about some illegals being busted to her town. We'll talk to Drew Hernandez about that here in just a second. But first, I want to talk to you about feeling like an idiot. You ever done something where you feel like an idiot? I have. Where you feel like you got ripped off. Oh, I've done that. I've told you all the stories before. I'm not telling you again. Are you stuck in a timeshare? Are you, are you in a timeshare you don't use anymore or you never use? That happens sometimes and you can't get out. You call and tell them you want out. They say, no, 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 read the fine print. You can't get out, can't get out, can't get out. Don't believe them. There's a company out there that will get you out. It's called Lone Star Transfer. They've been doing it for a long time. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau for a reason. This is a family company. They will not only get you out, they guarantee it. They guarantee it in writing and in a specific time frame. That is like the all-time calling your shot, right? Hey, we're going to get you out. And we'll get you out by now. That's awesome. Make a phone call. The no-obligation consultation. The phone call itself is free. Just give them a call. Call 844-310-2646. 844-310-2646. Or lonestartransfer.com. We'll be back. We have a bunch of nutballs in our society, but but that doesn't make us unique. As we go into this week in wokeism, it doesn't make us unique. To be frank, any society in the history of mankind would have a bunch of nutballs in them. That's that's not the problem. The problem we have in this society is this: our nutballs. They aren't in mental health centers. It's not down on the street corner. I mean, don't get me wrong; they're there too. Our insane people are now elevated to positions of leadership across the country. That's crazy. Think about this. Think think about how crazy this is. At any other point in human history, in virtually any nation, if you walked up to parents and you told them, hey, your kid, that little boy of yours, he might actually be a woman. In fact, we should talk to him about that. And if he feels like he's a woman, Let's get him down to the doctor and whoop, 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 snip that bad boy off and then he'll be a woman. How would, that bit of, how would that have been received in any other nation in history? You probably, honestly, you probably would receive the death penalty for suggesting it. That's, that's not outside of the realm of possibility. You most definitely, if you didn't get the death penalty, you would be considered insane, some kind of deranged lunatic. That's crazy. Here in America, though, at our highest levels... We put people like this in charge, and then not only are they in charge, they use their position of influence to spread this crap to the masses. Here's HHS Secretary Richard, Rachel, I don't don't know what the guy's name is, Levin, trying to groom your children.
3: So we really want to, 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 to base our treatment and, uh, and to uh, affirm and to uh, support and empower these youth, not to limit their participation in activities to sports and even uh, uh, limit their ability to get gender affirmation treatment in their state.
1: Affirm. Affirmation. Did you hear that? Pay attention to that because you're going to hear that word a lot in the coming years as this stuff continues to ramp up, and it will ramp up. Remember, we're not at the the peak of this. These people, they don't have a peak. They'll keep going and going and going until they're stopped and run out of the country. But affirm, affirmation, affirm. You have to affirm it. Did you affirm it? You're going to hear that a lot. That means grooming. That's their word for grooming. Daddy, daddy, I'm, I'm seven years old. I think you're a girl. Or I think I'm a girl. No, you're not, son. That's stupid. Go back and play with guns. Okay, dad. That's how that conversation should go. But if your child has that conversation, you say, yes, Aiden, you might be a girl. Oh, I bet you are. Here's some Barbies. Oh, let's take you down to the child psychiatrist who will tell you you're a girl. Okay, let's go down to Dr. Wingnut. He'll cut your penis off for you. That's what they consider affirmation to be. And this stuff, it's not going away because good people won't stand up. I'm sure all you, you saw this stuff of Leah Thomas Will Thomas, whatever the thing's calling itself now, the Penn swimmer, the dude who dominated women's swimming, now goes around, you know, women of the year, women's, women's athlete of the year. How many swimmers on that team boycotted a single event? How many parents of the swimmers on that team spoke out publicly, boycotted events, And to which you might be saying right now, you might be saying, "But Jesse, they couldn't do that. They would risk this, if they risk that, they'd get death threats. They get run out of school. Oh no, 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 no! Not that they could. They would get death threats. They would get run out of school. I get death threats every day. I know exactly what they get. I, I, I understand that completely. If you're too scared to fight this battle, we've already lost the culture war. If you think we can defeat these demons without getting a little bloody ourselves, you got another thing coming." All right, we're not done yet. We still have a bunch more to go on the show. Before we get to any of that, I want to talk to you really quickly about meat prices. Your grocery bill. I know we we already talked about your grocery bill. We know your grocery bill is really, really, really bad. It's high. It's very high. I can't do anything to fix most of it. Nothing. Sorry. I can't help you out with the meat, though. Good Ranchers. Good Ranchers is an American company... American meat, the highest quality beef. Oh gosh, they're American Wagyu burgers. I'll get to that in a second. Pre-marinated chicken, seafood, whatever you want. But the best part is you lock in your meat prices. When you subscribe to Good Ranchers, when you go to goodranchers.com slash Jesse, you lock in your meat prices. I don't care what inflation does next month, next year, two years from now, you're paying the same for your meat. How great is that? And you not only get $25 off every box for the lifetime of your subscription, when you go to goodranchers.com slash Jesse, you get two pounds of free American Wagyu burgers. I'll oh, make my world famous burgers with these, they're the best. Go to goodranchers.com slash Jesse. We'll be back. <laughs>
2: The uh, Washington Post reported last week that homeless shelters in D.C. were filling up um, and groups are getting overwhelmed by these buses that the governors of Texas and, and Arizona are sending here full of migrants. How significant is
0: this influx? How many people? Well, this is a very significant issue. Um, we have for sure called on the federal government uh, to work across state lines to prevent um, people from really being tricked uh, into getting on buses. Uh, We we think they're largely asylum seekers uh, who are going to final destinations that are not Washington, D.C. But I fear that they're being uh, tricked into nationwide um, bus trips when their final destinations are places all over the United States of America.
1: I wonder what the problem is. Joining me now, Drew Hernandez, host of Frontlines, powered by TPUSA. Drew, I don't understand. I guess uh, clear it up for me, buddy. I don't understand the issue. All right? I thought D.C. was a sanctuary city. They're supposed to be welcoming. What's wrong? What's They don't like illegals now? Jesse, these people are hypocrites.
3: Uh, apparently they don't like tacos, okay? We gotta get it right, we gotta (laughs) get it right. These people are all tacos, let's get the terminology right, all right, Jesse? So apparently these people don't really love the tacos because if they really did love the tacos, they would be willing to open up their city, their own homes, their own big mansions, but this is what happens when their ideologies collide with reality and their woke policies, and their globalist policies, by the way, because they're open borders. This is what happens when it collides and it literally knocks on their front door. When it comes to them, they don't want to house these people. They don't want to house the tacos. They don't want all the tacos in their cities. They don't want all the tacos just stacking in homeless shelters. No, 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 it's too much for us. Oh, the tacos are being deceived, Jesse. They don't want to come to DC. They want to go to other places. So it's it's the red state's fault uh, as to why the tacos are showing up in DC. These people don't care about these immigrants. They don't care about these illegals. They don't care at all. They just wanna import them, to import them into red states so they could somehow change the voting demographics without having to rig the elections. That's, that's my own personal opinion.
1: You do have to almost feel bad for the illegals though, Drew. Imagine finally coming to America and getting stuck in Washington, DC. Gosh, I'd be ticked off. All right, but onto what you just said about trying to change demographics so they can win elections. That's obvious, obviously what they've been doing, but Drew, numbers don't lie. Latinos across the country are not going towards the Democratic Party. In fact, if you track these things, which we have, they're fleeing the Democratic Party. Did they make one of the all-time miscalculations here? Flood the country with people from Mexico, Central, South America, and then tell them all young boys should be able to chop their penises off?
3: Absolutely. I mean, 100%. I mean, you take a look at the Latino uh, community, their number one, I mean, arguably, number one value is family. Sometimes Latinos will put family literally over God, okay? This is how much these people love their family. So like you said, Jess, you're absolutely right. When you're telling a Latino mother, okay? Hey, you know what? Uh, We wanna chop your, your child's penis off or we want your young daughter to you know, chop her breasts off because that's liberal and that's American. I can assure you, not just the Latino community, community, but I could speak for this, they're going to turn away from you in hordes. They're going to not listen to you because you go after the family. These people will reject you. I believe that the Democrats are trying to pull the same card that they have on the black community to exploit them and use them for voting for the future and just literally manipulating them. It's obviously not happening with the Latino community. And I'm thankful for that because they're coming out, they're pushing back and saying, no, we're not going to let you guys do this to us.
1: It is a fascinating miscalculation, Drew. It is. And I mean, speaking of family, my my best buddy down here, Luis, is Mexican. And of course, gigantic family, like all Mexicans do. And every other day, he's got a family event. He's got a cousin. He's got a godfather's thing. He's got a quinceañera. He's going to meet mom. He's going to meet... There's always 30 of them together at all times. And they were almost all Democrat besides him. And now, almost all either Republican or Independent, specifically because of this stuff and... The Black Lives Matter stuff. The Black Lives Matter stuff really drove them out more than anyone wants to talk about.
3: Absolutely, because Black Lives Matter makes it clear, and you know this, Jesse, we've talked about this on the show. They're a self-proclaimed communist organization. They wanna dismantle the nuclear family. So when you you portray that message to an entire community that upholds family near and dear to their heart, literally will sacrifice their own lives for their family, I can assure you you will lose that entire group of people but this is what the Democrats have miscalculated they've opened up their arms to the globalist communist agenda and this is why people are waking up to that this is why they suppress everyone on social media by the way as well in the media they don't want this messaging going out because they want to continue to control these demographics and keep them on the plantation psychologically
1: speaking of Black Lives Matter Minnesota a lot of people have seen it already a mother making dinner for her children and all of a sudden some criminal starts blasting shots through the wall cops show up have to put the guy down in a standoff then the lily white black lives matter protesters showed up and started protesting in front of this lady's house this is how it went I turned to the re- or to the left and there was a bullet hole through my kitchen. As I am going there's debris and like bullets going back and forth and I'm going to open the metal door that's locked so the police can get to us in my actual apartment. They were yelling his name on an intercom, they were trying to have him come out. He refused to
2: come out. He was hanging out the window, but that right there they did their job and they took
1: their time. Drew It is interesting how this woman ended up with a protest in front of her house. Can we all just acknowledge this was always just a feral pro-criminal communist movement and nothing more?
3: Absolutely, I mean, they show up to her house, okay? Literally right after her children got shot at and her inside of their apartment, she has to post to social media the bullet bullet holes that flew through the bathroom sink and the kitchen and the front door. So like you said, BLM shows up to do what? To defend the black shooter. And by the way, this single mother had two little black kids. They were in the car when the protesters showed up and they're telling her to shut up and that she's a liar and that she's having a moment and that they don't want that to be seen on tv because oh that's just gonna make everybody look bad but they don't care about the little black kids that almost got shot by a black guy no they care about the black guy that's a criminal that tried to kill the little black kids because you know jesse black lives matter
1: right speaking of black lives matter lebron james this guy just cannot quit stepping into himself lebron james calls boston fans racist Well, here's the video why do you hate <laughs> boston because they're racist as they they will say they will say anything and it's fine i mean it's my life i mean she's been dealing with my whole life drew has there been a more talented yet unlikable athlete it it is wild about this guy his ability yet his ability to just make himself despicable what what it's a special skill set
3: He's literally bought and paid for, Jesse. I mean, this guy, you want to talk about racism, LeBron? Let's talk about China. Let's have a conversation about China and how inclusive and loving China is to the Uyghur Muslims and the slavery work camps. What? Let's talk about China, LeBron, and how they're just so loving and tolerant. You want to have a conversation about their racism, LeBron? Oh, no, he can't. He can't, Jesse, because he's bought and paid for. So is the NBA. They want to lecture us about racism, but they never want Want to talk about their overlords, Xi Jinping and the Chinese CCP regime because they're bought and paid for. So, I mean, people need to realize these people are literal hypocrites. They don't really care about racism. They just use it uh, to smear their political opponents. Because I believe LeBron James probably
1: hates white people. True. Appreciate you, my brother. Thank you. All right. It is time to lighten the mood here. In just a second, before we lighten the mood, let's let's talk about you and you getting overwhelmed with the news i know it happens a lot overwhelmed with all the bad news it happens to me too it's it's just human nature you wake up in the morning get your cell phone You oh no if you're overwhelmed by what's happening in the country in the world you're not alone but you should understand there's nothing you can do about it there's very little so much of this stuff is out of our control all we can do is look out for ourselves Look out for your personal health. I'm trying to do that more than I ever have right now. Practice with your weapon. Uh, Water, make sure you have some way to access clean water. Food, do not be under the impression that food is always going to be there. All you've ever known your whole life is grocery store shelves full of food. That is not the history of the world. Do you have an emergency food supply? In case everything goes wrong, do you have an emergency food supply? Go to preparewithjessikelly.com. What you're going to see there is my friends at My Patriot Supply, they hooked me up with $150 off an emergency three-month food supply. That's three months, 2,000 calories a day. Yourself, everyone in your home needs one of these things. Three months, all right? preparewithjessikelly.com. We'll be back. You know i want to fly i I know you want to fly too it's just one of the, the human nature we want to fly we watch superman and iron man and all these things and we want to be able to fly but i'll be frank with you i've seen a bunch of these videos of things they're testing out of how you can fly here and how you can fly there and every time i watch these videos i think to myself that looks really dangerous i that looks like it's gonna hurt i mean i don't know about you i'm 40 now if I trip and fall in the hall, which still happens on occasion, get the dog out of the way. I wake up the next day and I'm a little stiff. I don't think I wanna fly, but I do wanna fly. I'll tell you what, we'll get to that and lighten the mood here in just a second. First, I wanna read you a little something real quick here. Hi, Jesse. Wanted to give you an update on my son's Eden Pure that he uses in his taxidermy bug room. and that room, he also has a bug zapper to kill the flies that are attracted to the odor. With the smell relatively gone, the interesting part is the flies now aren't even attracted to come into the room. They work. I can't endorse them anymore. Thanks for advertising such good products. When I tell you the Eden Pure Thunderstorm eliminates odors, it eliminates odors. It is not like the weird sprays and potpourri stuff your wife has that covers up everything, it takes the odors out of the air. Fixed my allergies. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. Gets you a three-pack for under $200. That's $200 off. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. These things are like little miracles. All right. Speaking of flight, you know the Green Goblin, right? The Batman supervillain. He always has, like, the hovercraft thingy. Buddy sent me this video, and I thought to myself, oh, that looks sweet, and then I thought to myself, oh, gosh, that looks like it would hurt. I'm just stiff already. I need some ibuprofen just from looking at that. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: giving you the critical intelligence and analysis
1: you need to start your morning. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse.
2: Hey, have
0: you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it.